This is the old trailblazer coming out at this time with another message from God's Word. And this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendorvis. I'm glad to be with you folks. And I fail oftentimes to tell you how much I appreciate your support that you give for the old trailblazer broadcast, the Bibles, the other, other messages that we have over there. We have Radio Missions Radio, and we have the Bible School of the Air on Sunday morning, worship hour. And then we have our Sunday night service. All of those services are on the Internet as well as on the radio. But we're happy to have you folks with us, and we bring you to this study now on the coming or the soon coming of the Antichrist, and we're looking there now at the Battle of the Battle of Armageddon. Let's go back and reread and go back just a little bit in our last study. And the scripture says in Revelation 16, but let me mention, we have Revelation in print by Pastor Shelton. If you'd like to have it, I'll be glad to send it to you. It won't cost you a dime. And it's a, it's a, it's a printed, in printed form. And then it says, 16, 13, Revelation, And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world and together them to battle of the great God of Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments lest they walk naked and they shall see his shame and he gathers them together into a place called in the hebrew tongue armageddon now we're going to give you a description typical description of of the gathering together let's go back and read it let me give you a typical scene at the airports of america this is getting close to home isn't it folks the airports of england the islands of the sea the ships of the air as well as the ships of the sea will be carrying troops to the land of Palestine. That's where the Battle of Armageddon will take place. Here is a flying fortress loaded with soldiers. They're cursing. Let's listen to their conversation just a moment. A voice rings out above the roar of the engine. I want to be the one that will get in the first shot. Another cries out, let him appear on the scene. I'll put him to death. And his buddy answers loudly, no, sir, I want to be the one. And so on and so on, my friend. One says to hell with Jesus Christ. All over the world, the slogan will be, Down with Jesus Christ. My friend, this is a time when our Lord is coming back to earth. This is not the first resurrection. This is only, listen, folks, that will be the world movement against the Lord Jesus Christ. Brother, the world hates Christ now. They don't want him to reappear. They don't want him to come back. The day has arrived, scattered all over the plains of Israel and the land of Palestine. We see millions of soldiers anchored in the midst of every mountain down in the valleys are the rockets and mighty guns. And, and the men wait nervously. They're cursing and spitting forth their venom against the Lord. Every soldier has his gun trained towards the eastern sky, for they know now that he's coming. Every rocket is aimed towards the eastern sky. They stand breathless except the cursing. And uh, listen, they're whispering, let him come, I'll get him, I'll be the one. The Antichrist is in charge, supported by the millions of earth armies. You may want to ask, what, don't those men have better sense than to think they can win, my friend? But listen, listen, but my friend, let me ask you, haven't you better sense than to think that you can win against God Almighty, and yet you're pitting your little will against the Lord Jesus Christ and will not let him rule over you because you hate the Lord? Every unsaved individual hates the Lord in a measure, my friend. 
I don't, I'm not worried about saying that. Listen, listen, and you'd rather go to hell than to bow down to the Lord. You who are living, you may now be in that battle. You who are living this morning, right there, wherever you are, Kalamazoo, Michigan, San Francisco, California, Roanoke, Virginia, you may be living when this happens. We're so near the coming of our Lord back to earth again. There was There is that awful scene of the world in rebellion against the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Morning arise. The time of the morning sacrifice has come. Without any warning, suddenly the heavens open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sits upon him is called faithful and true. And in righteousness he does judge and make war. Look, look, behold, here's him as he comes forth. His eyes like a flame of fire. He's clothed with a vestue dipped in blood. There are the nail scars in his hand. The Son of God returning from the portals of glory, where he has had the marriage of the Lamb, marriage of the bride, his bride following on a white horse. Look at him as he comes. Look at him. A sharp sword goes out of his mouth. He's approaching. The armies which are in heaven are following him upon white horses. Look at him as he comes. A sharp sword goes forth out of his mouth. As he approaches, you see written on his thighs, flaming words, flaming words, King of kings and Lord of lords. He comes forth in the brightness of his coming. At any moment now, you expect to hear the guns go to belching forth and the rocket planes to leave the fields to meet him. And there is a deathly silence. Not a gun is fired. Not a rocket plane leaves its mooring. The Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of lords and King of kings, comes forth. His feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof, toward the east and towards the west. And there shall be very great valley, a very great valley. And half of the mountain shall move towards the east, towards the north and half of it towards the south, according to Zechariah 13.4. What happens? He takes the Antichrist with the false prophet and those his age, listen, and cast them into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. I can't describe that, my friend. I won't try to. Not a gun is fired. There are millions, millions waiting. They stand there breathless. This is the fulfillment Fulfillment of Genesis 3.15. And the seed of the woman shall bruise his head. What becomes of that vast army of millions? Revelation 19.21 says, And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth. How is that accomplished? By the brightness of his coming. Then, according to Zechariah 14, Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet. And their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongues shall consume away in their mouths. Their eyes that flash fire of hatred are now blinded. The tongues that cursed him now are withered away. The flesh that boasted of consumed or that boosted boasted are now consumed away, according to Revelation fourteen. And blood came out of the winepress, even until the horses bridles by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs, which is two hundred miles from Dan to Beersheba. My friend, one day the Lord of heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ, hangs on Calvary's cross 
and spilled his precious blood for sinners. What a sacrifice. He was sacrificed at 9 o'clock in the morning. You talk about a sacrifice that will be bloody sacrifice. When the old land of Palestine shall be soaked with the blood of the rebellious devils of the earth who have rebelled against our God and our Christ under the leadership of the Antichrist. Yes, this they shall relt away in his presence. And our Lord shall stand there as King of kings and Lord of lords. Oh, my friend, I hope you got that picture. If I had time, I'd go back over it. I praise the Lord, his holy name, that my Lord saved me one day. Poor old sinner like me, just a poor old country boy, knew nothing, knew nothing, knew, knew not Genesis from Revelation. But listen, I'll be there in that army that follows him as he breaks forth from the blue. Some golden daybreak, my Lord will come. Listen now, we sang that song, Some Golden Daybreak. Then he will send one lone angel to bind old Satan. You read that? You see that one lone angel? I've often spoke about this scripture, and I've said I believe that old lone angel, I believe he'll be the littlest angel in heaven, if there is such a thing, and he'll have the biggest chain that he can carry. Oh, my friend, listen. Why can then one lone angel change, handle that old per- sucker? Because the Lord, God of heaven, withdrew all of the power from him and leaves him stripped as a conquered foe. Listen, leaves him stripped as a conquered foe. I'm glad the Lord saved me. Do you know him, my friend? Listen, we often hear in our choir, we sing that gracious song. There's a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's vein, and sinners plunged beneath that flood, lose all their guilty stain. Oh, my friend, what a day. My friend, you who bathe, will you bathe in that blood by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and as your Lord? Could I ask you quietly, quickly before we have to leave, are you saved? Is your hope in Christ? What is your hope? Could I ask you what your hope is? Is your hope in Christ? Or is your hope in some shaking some preacher's hand, making some decision for Jesus, or being baptized when you was an infant, didn't know nothing about it, but you claim claim to be saved? Oh, when you joined some church when you was eight or nine years old, ten years old, and the pastor told you you were saved, my friend, don't go out into eternity on that. Ask the Lord. You can ask the Lord. Lord, show me my true condition. The old trailblazer said, if I asked you, you would show me. My true condition, what, what am I standing on? The rock Christ Jesus or am I on sinking sand? Is my house built on sinking sand or on the solid foundation? Oh, Lord, I want to know. Because if pastor tells me, and I believe it, that the greatest thing in this life, or that will ever happen if it hadn't happened already, the greatest thing that will happen is you to come to know the Lord. Oh, my friend, do you know what salvation is? The very word salvation means deliverance. Have you been delivered from that wicked way? And the Bible says in Second Corinthians five seventeen, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. Do you have a new life, my friend? Do you have a new heart? Does your wife have a new husband? Does your, your husband have a new wife, my friend? Oh, listen, does the old yellow dog in the backyard know that you saved? You say, what a joke, Pastor. No, sir, 
you go outside and step on that old yellow dog tail and give him a kick in the rump and get him out from there no but when the lord saves you you'll stop by and pat him on the head say old blue old blue you're a good old pup oh, i love you old blue that's what the lord does that's what the lord does he gives you a love he gives you a love for your neighbor who you maybe hated all your life he gives you a love for that fellow that crowds you out of traffic give you three fingers up and down. But my friend, they love. The Lord takes care of that thing. And he, he took that Antichrist away. Oh, my friend, do you revel in? Do you enjoy hearing where the Antichrist will go? Not yet. That time hadn't come. But we're looking at it pretty soon. Pretty soon, my friend, the signs are all, all the signs are becoming. It's going to happen soon. And we don't need to know when it's coming. The Lord let us know. Someone told me the other day, I'd be here when the Lord comes. I'm 92 years old. I said, no, I don't think so. I hope not. Well, anyhow, that's left in the Lord's hand. But remember, we'll be back next time with another message from God's Word, another subject. And if you would, all of these messages are on CD, and they're $1 piece plus postage five messages on one cd and then one dollar plus postage you write me call me let me know i'll be glad to send them to you one at a time or all of them it doesn't matter to me but i hope you will and it's a great time to be with you my folks oh it's always the lord lord blessed me abundantly more than i can ask or think my friend he's given me a gracious family a gracious business years ago kept me kept me fed fed and clothed all of these years because he loves me and i wish you'd pray for me just pray for him pray for my children pray for my congregation write me and tell me you are do that would you do that you may not ever ever heard this broadcast before but would you call me let me know you did and if you would remember my mailing address the Old Trailblazer, or Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my phone number, air code 225-664-8658, 225-664-8658. Until next time, may our Lord's richest blessings rest upon you, and come see us when you can. Oh, my, my friend, thank you, thank you. <laughs>